0: Hey there i'm trevor houston the creator of the who you know summit and i'd like to welcome you to the Who you know job networking show
1: on our program we'd like to show you the job search like you've never seen everything from getting
2: noticed by employers how to properly format your resume and how to network effectively using linkedin to drive recruiters to your profile we even take suggestions from our amazing community so if you want to learn all things job search go ahead and subscribe now focus it's all about the job search so if you want to
0: learn how to land that next success you heard them all you got to do is subscribe and ring that bell so you don't
2: miss out on a thing
0: welcome back to the who you know job networking show where
2: what you know is important but who, you know, you know, you know. who y'all know makes all the difference in your job search.
0: It definitely does. Well, let me tell you who I know. I know this guy. His name is Chaz Wilson. He's the CEO and a best-selling author. He brings 20 years of experience building impactful relationships through networking. Today, he's connected with several uh, successful business owners, influencers, athletes, and celebrities through his company, Master Networks. And today, he can't wait to share with you your only one relationship away. From changing your future, everybody. Warm welcome for Chaz Wilson. All right, all right, all right. I'll be with you. Well, I'm excited you're here. Yeah. So I got to uh, be introduced to you through Video Marketing World. Yeah. Uh, shout out Scott Simpson and, and everybody over there. Uh, I've got a couple of comments about the conference and everything I experienced there um, that I'd like to just share with you. Yeah, if you don't mind. Please. All right. So scott invited me to MC the conference and first thing i want to say is number one your team some of these people behind the scenes who y'all aren't seeing right now they're amazing yes your team is like
3: the best they're amazing
0: like absolutely hands down like they were just so filled with joy yeah and like a lot of times when i see that um it speaks to your leadership qualities. Mm. Like I really, I really saw that from your team. They really wanted to do their best job to like make like the best experience for you. And I saw that.
3: Mm.
0: And like not from a position of like, oh, I'm the boss, and like people were like fearful. You know, like so, you know, yeah. there's the there's a difference between a boss and a leader. Yeah. And I just oh, yeah. I just saw leadership. Oh, thank you. And your team, they were just amazing. So shout out to all y'all behind the yeah. scenes. That's All a good right. point
2: because there's a difference between between obedience out of fear or obedience out of respect.
0: That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I yep. felt like yeah. it was. A, it was a respect thing, not a not like a fear thing. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Can I share with you where that really comes from? Yeah. For me, so years ago, I I worked at a place. I mean, this is like my early twenties, and I, w- I was an independent contractor, right? But I had a license with this company to to work with them. And what was fascinating is. I wanted to do some things and the, the manager was having this discussion uh, with me and he was really like pounding me on some mm. of the things I wanted to think outside of the box, my entrepreneurial mindset. And I remember sitting there staring at him across the table and I, I said, as he was like pushing back on some things, I said one question, I said, I just have a question. Do I work for you or do you work for me? Ooh. And he gave me the wrong answer, so I left. <laughs> but, but the reality is this, is that I understand that I think most people from the outside think they work for me. And and whether that always seems evident or not, I work for them.
2: Mm. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's a big, big old mic drop right there.
3: Yeah, you got three. Ring around, Rosie. For <laughs> Ring around.
2: So, and, and I really
3: saw that.
0: Uh, so that's number one. Like, I could see it was evident. Like, yeah. all around me, your team was just amazing in the, just the way that you carried yourself and the way that they were, like, i could see it so i just want to say that number two the other thing i saw was like you were um hands down the most captivating speaker there mm. you had the entire audience like engaged like you were an amazing speaker Thank so I, I really really enjoyed that um and then number three uh you had a mic drop moment at the conference <laughs> I think that gonna... sticks with me and um so he said during the conference, he says, you don't need a million followers. Jesus only needed 12 to change the world. And boom, right? Oh. oh. Right? Yeah. Double mic like, he hit me with that. I was like, oh, snap. So anyways, that was my three big takeaways from the conference. Um, and it was awesome being the MC there and yeah, getting to join you great. guys. And so I appreciate
2: yeah do you, do, you, do you want to tell them about the audience about video marketing world because some people want want to yeah about yeah you guys world. break it down yeah what is uh, video so marketing so world So video
3: marketing world is a video conference it's funny because it actually ties into networking so i was at a master networks event my company uh-huh. and a gentleman sat right next to me this was like three years ago he sat right next to me and when we were done we introduced each other and his name was scott simpson mm-hmm. and he invites me to this conference video marketing world and i went and we started connecting and we started talking and then last year in the midsummer, he reached out to me and said hey uh, i want to expand and grow this company and he short short version is he saw some of the same things you were talking about and which I appreciate and I'm honored. And, and I recognize some things about Scott that I really admire. And he said, I'd love it if you'd consider uh, partnering with me and coming in as a partner into Video Marketing World. So uh, after a few months, a handful of conversations, we made that happen. So at Video Marketing World was sort of my introduction as a new partner and owner of Video Marketing World.
0: Yeah, it was, you guys did an amazing job. Um, so that was actually my first time on a bigger stage, right? And. Yeah. So I got a t- I got two questions for you. Number one, how'd I do? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, was, I knew that. I emceed it, uh, and I was terrified. Okay, so number one, how'd yeah. I do? And number two, uh, how can I improve?
3: Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot. Um, I, here, here's what I would say. Uh, two things. One, you did great, especially first time. Like, I mean, what people really don't understand is in an event, the MC really sets the tone, makes an event. So your energy was exciting. You, like, you, you had... You know, just that energy—you—you you drive that in an audience. Like I was—I just, just spoke at an event last week, no MC. And some of my team was there and they are like, there's no MC at this event. The guy hosting the event was the MC. And, and I don't put him down for that. I'm just saying like, that's a hard thing to do. We did yeah. that for two years. But here's the second thing I would say more than just feedback. It's that find someone who has been or is where you want to be in that realm. And I actually mm. have somebody that could, because like, I'm not an MC. So for me to give you feedback is just opinion of, right. of not valid opinion, like in the sense that well what I'm saying is go model somebody and I have a guy we we bring in he's he's mc for Tony Robbins Oh, wow. and for for some big names and he has a master that craft to the point that it looks like he just gets up there and wings it and yet he has a framework every mm-hmm. single time.
0: Well that's that's why it seems like he's so polished, right? He's so good at it. He's mastered know, but he's he's mastered it. it. He's got yeah. that framework and that yeah. process. Yeah. So
2: there there just something that just happened. So he just said, I have a guy. You need to go talk to. So, you're telling him to network. Yes. Right. Exactly. You're telling him to network. So we all know networking is important, but why, in your words, is networking essential?
3: To me, like, I think when I look at, and, I, and by the way, I'm writing a book about this right now, and it's and it's called Impact: Be- Becoming a Person of Positive Influence. But in there, we broke down a model, and that is the mindset, skill set, and network is the success formula for making an impact. And as we looked at a lot of people, we understood that what's fascinating is a lot of people will say yes i understand mindset and attitude and i understand skill set but what they neglect is the network mm. because they don't know how and and for me i lack a lot of things i'm not the most skilled i <laughs> i am not that great in a lot of areas but what i could make up and lack what i make up in lack of a skill set i can make it up with my network
0: i
2: love there that. you go yeah
0: I, Boom. i love that mic drop right there like you're <clears> 100
2: percent <throat> right like i uh oh we, we see it in our business so we're in the financial services yeah. industry, and it, you know there's there's two paths people kind of take when they're starting out in that business right and you probably know some folks who are yeah. in that oh. industry too with master network mm-hmm. you can become a networker or you can become a product expert right yeah, like you just you just know all the answers and all the ins and outs of products, but But You could be the smartest person on that side and not have a network and have nobody to sell to. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you you end up starving
3: because you got it all up here, but no one to talk to. If I could, there's another component to networking that people, I think, miss. And that is, and you nailed one side of it, which is, so if you look at two sides of this coin, one is I need a network to either grow a business or uh, when I'm looking for a new job, Everyone kind of keeps that close to the vest. Maybe they, they got laid off. They don't want to tell anybody mm. or whatever, right? Why do you think that is, though? I want to dig into that. Why do they... Pride. It pride. Yeah. Pride, right? Yeah.
0: But the reality is, is that... Afraid of people, what people think?
3: Totally. I mean, I, and I don't know all the reasons, but I just know that people do, right? They, they, they hold it close to the vest. But here's the thing to keep in mind. Somebody has already done all the hard work, meaning they've done all the heavy lifting to have an audience. You guys did 300 episodes. Congratulations, by the way. I've, Thank you. I, I know what that takes. We've had a couple podcasts and shows and we've been, we're in the hundreds of episodes. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay, but, but think about this. And, and I'll just use this as an example. You guys, by the way, I'm honored to be here, but you you've done all the heavy lifting. You've done all the hard work to get an audience that's watching this right now. And yet now I get to be here and take advantage of that heavy lifting. The same as for a job seeker. Somebody's done all that heavy lifting. They have an audience, they have attention, they have people. Mm. Why would you hold that close to the vest and not tap into every person and say, hey, I'm looking, here's what I'm looking for. Right And so what that does on the other side of the coin really quickly is that it also insulates you. And what I mean by that, especially like for people who are starting a business or who are growing in a job, you are more valuable to a company or if you have your own business, as you get success, you need to insulate yourself with people because it's happened to me already. As, as I grow, somebody's say, you know, you, you're in your business long enough. You may have a bad transaction or a bad experience or something, or somebody just is, resents your success. So they start bad-mouthing you. Mm. But now I've created such solid relationships that those people now, they're surrounding me, sort of walking around me insulating me from those those things hardly even get to us or penetrate because I have this network that's insulating me Mm. you said the key word uh,
1: relationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm always saying relationship people roll their eyes and their hands you know when I'm saying this thing but when you're in a network, how do you build those relationships? What What are some of the things that Chaz would say to get started building those relationships?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you and the audience a method, and the, if they use this method, it'll help them to connect with anyone. And it's Ooh. the Bond method. Bond. All right, like okay? this. It's an okay. acronym because yeah. uh, again, I'm not very smart. Like James Bond. Like James Bond. All right, let's
1: go. Okay. We're not believing you that you're not smart.
3: No, it's just <laughs> I, I mean, if you I. I was terrible in school i always harass my teachers why are we learning this this doesn't make sense to me <laughs> yeah. right? you're, like, w- you're street smart you're street smart whatever you call it, that uh... I tell you about st- selling hats in high school in this school. you're street smart man <laughs> you know, I, don't I-, know. I don't know <laughs> we got a lot of common. we need to talk <laughs> the after the bond show. <laughs> method happened at a lunch <laughs> that i was invited to that was like the worst lunch i'd ever been to a guy invites me to it and he he takes me to chipotle and he's like he's a banker he's like i need to network with you i need to and he talked about cars the whole time awesome yeah for you right (laughs) i would pick up on that but for me i just wanted to get me to and where i'm going that's it i don't know cars at all he's talking about mustangs and muscle cars and all this stuff and I, I'm like, how fast can I get out of this lunch? Like, I'm wasting my time. Yeah, I've He's been there. Hot sauce yeah. all over me. That's a separate. One. <laughs> <laughs> and then, he, as we're leaving, he said those magic words. He said, "We should do this again sometime." And I'm thinking, not on your life. <laughs> like, not. A, I'm frustrated. I, biggest way to lose me is waste my time. So anyway, oh, yeah, I realized that I had a skill of networking and connecting with people. I just had never. Codified it and broke it down, and that's the bond method. So here's what it is: first, B, build on a common interest. You mentioned cars, okay? And I don't know if you guys realized when I got here, I was asking you just a couple things, just a little bit. I'm trying to figure out where, if, if I can, I can connect with you. What I need to build on that common interest, and it's always through asking questions. O, occupation exploration. Tell me what you do. How'd you get started? Where did you start? How, you know, what led you to that career, that field, that business, whatever. N is needs discovery tell me what you need more importantly the best question advanced question is who do you need to connect with who could I connect you with yeah. uh, right mm-hmm. D develop an opportunity but see the problem is in networking everyone why people are turned off is they think D for develop opportunity is the first step right you've been to those networking things where it's hey Trevor do you have a referral for me? Who can, you know, they're looking for to close a deal on the first date. Not going to work.
0: <laughs> that was that was team referral, right?
3: Well, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah.
0: Like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's th- exactly right. But that's right. where bond
3: comes in. And you hit here's it. the thing. If I, if I had lunch with you or if I had 30 minutes, I would not talk about myself at all right and that's the interesting thing is people come up and they want to be more interesting versus interested if i can show that i'm interested in you when you leave you might even this happened a dozen times people leave and they're like i don't think i even asked him a question Mm. and then they'll reschedule another one with me to learn about me think about it in a job interview right if you walk in and you're interested in the person interviewing you and you're asking questions back ah, show you're interested, yeah. show you're connected hey what how did how did you get started in this job why do you stay here what like that throws them off a little bit yeah but it's i promise you connection over anything else connection we'll over you will get you a job
0: uh, uh, man yeah, boom. Uh, so, Mike, okay so i got to reload real quick Bond. so be well build on a common interest commonality up Occupation
3: occupation. And occupation, occupation, meaning. Tell me about what you do, and it's all all about questions. N is needs, needs discovery. Needs what do discovery. you need? What keeps you up at night? What's a threat you have? What's a you know something you're looking for? D is develop an opportunity. Love
2: that. I'm gonna give. That's mic drop, but I'm going to give a mic drop to Cameron Toth as well because oh, he had it in here. I know. Cameron. You know Cameron? Know Cameron, okay. Cameron Yeah. He had it in yeah. here before you he even said them. Yes. That's... All, all B-O-N-D. Oh, so he oh yeah. It.
3: Yeah, so shout out to you, Cameron. That's awesome. That's, that's pretty cool. Cameron's in New York. Cameron is a Master Networks member. And, oh, well, and there, so you go. there you go. Cameron's usually here with us. We love it. Yeah, Cameron's awesome.
0: Yeah. So tell us about Master Networks, okay? Because <laughs> I've been to some of these other networking uh, uh, you know, companies like B&I. And, uh-huh. and team referral I, yeah. and I ran a team referral and, and it was like you had to build your team and like I got everybody bought in and we started building and then it just kind of fell apart one by one and, and I was like man <laughs> yeah. this was it was very challenging I'm gonna tell you and um, and it wasn't until I found something with common interest where yeah I really uh, started serving that uh, we built a, a really strong network so talk to me about master network what's different about it you know how'd you become the CEO? All those things. Yes, yeah, so
3: because I founded it. Oh, so okay. that's <laughs> you're like you see, started. To become a CEO? You just started. Well, where'd the idea come from? So I had been part of networking organizations for ten years, and I owned multiple real estate companies, and we built it all through relationships and networking. Mm. And again, it insulated us when the crash came in two thousand nine or ten in the real estate industry. Mm. Um, I sold out my interest. And I wanted to start this networking thing because I realized that's that's what helped people. That's what helped me. And so just started it. And really simply, we're a relationship organization based on world-class education. And then the referrals come as a byproduct, not the other way around. Mm. We're relational, not transactional. I think most networking organizations, again, they all have some good in them, so I'm not putting them down in any way. I just think that their focus is on the referral. And I think that's the wrong focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is
0: exactly what yeah. it is. Like, think about it. Like oh, you yeah. said, it, team referral, BNI, like, and that is 100%. It's the focus is on the referral. And if you don't bring a referral, like you, you get like demoted, like you get like shamed. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do shame yeah. you if you don't, yeah. if you don't come to that meeting with a referral. And so what ends up happening is people make up referrals. They're giving you somebody's name and number that has no interest it's a right? cold
3: lead yeah it's it's, totally it's cold. like right. why would they set them up that way so i can i give you an example right now just you brought it up a minute ago <clears throat> so if i could connect you this isn't business for me in any way but if i connected you to devon brown who's the mc i was talking to you about would you still see me as a valuable person because it helps you right yeah yeah that's the myth in networking. Everyone's like, what do I get? They're always looking for them. Mm-hmm. If I go into, and I know it sounds cliche, but it is the honest truth. If I go in looking for you to help you, mm. you inherently see me as valuable. That's right. And I just make these deposits all over all the time. And every once in a while, I, look, I mean, I a lady, I've been helping her with her business. She just reached out to me um, like a week ago and said, hey, we're super in the profit now. We're starting to really get some momentum. I want to thank you for everything you've offered me, and I'd like to just offer you 10% ownership. Wow. I had zero
0: mask <laughs> in of that whatsoever. 10%. That's a crazy. Right. That's exactly. It's what I've said in the very beginning. It's the, you know, earn your ask. It's, it's give first. Yes. And mm-hmm. then you can ask. Like, you earn it. You earn the right to ask later. And, a matter of fact, a lot of times when you ask, like, people will be, like, thrilled to help you yeah um, I'll give you a quick example so shout out if you're listening uh Josh Ferris I had a conversation with Josh Ferris yeah. day and he called me up was like hey you got five minutes I was like sure he called me up and he's like hey you know I got all these things going on there's this network over here I'm trying to plug in. like how can I send people to you basically I want to send a ton of people to you you guys are the bomb you guys are awesome we want to help people I want to send a bunch of people to you I'm like cool we had this long conversation and by the end of it I'm like dude I want to help you. Like, yes. how can I help you? That's the yeah. natural response. Is like, yep. how mm-hmm. can I help yeah. you? You know, and um, so yeah, it's it's the give first, ask totally. later.
1: Yeah. Hey, Chaz. Oh, go ahead. Did I cut you off? No, go ahead. So everybody's not a networker now. Now.
3: Yeah.
1: I used to not be. Believe it. I can't sell it. Nobody believes that. Say what? I used to be exactly <laughs> opposite of where I am right now. Yeah. So people are fearful. Of getting out and I mean how do, how do they get out what what could you what yeah, would yeah. you tell somebody that's not a you know it doesn't come naturally
3: yeah so here's what's interesting and I, nobody's <laughs> gonna believe this either but I am very shy it is the honest truth and my team will like, I'm, I, I can understand. i can asked to speak. You know, the, actually, why I bring them is it just makes me feel safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> truth, I just bring them. It makes you. I right? understand. Like, yeah, nice. Right? You remember the show, uh, Cheers? Mm-hmm. When would walk yeah. Around? What did mm-hmm. everyone yell? No. Oh, no. Yeah. I just bring my own, like, ball. Yeah, there you go. They're like, hey, it's Chances here, right? Like, the reality is is that you don't have to be in this outgoing extrovert to network. And you really don't. And here's why. Yes, and because as an outgoing extrovert often in my experience it's it's been the shyer introverts that i i've had better one-on-one conversations at any networking event Um. i would much rather go deep with three people there than try to connect You, you know it's like Swiping, I don't do that. I've never date and like swiping left and right on which one. It <laughs> yeah, is exactly. But. Oh, but you know no. what I'm saying? Like it's like that. They here's my card. That, here's my card. That's here's exactly. my card. Exactly. Yep. When I you said that and that, yeah. You know, there's
1: there's nothing in it. There's no value. No. There's no intentional value. What's that yeah. What are you gonna
0: do with that business card? Right. What, just, to the tr- <laughs> <laughs> file thirteen. Well, the
1: is the, the more outgoing
2: it. people, yeah. The more gregarious <laughs> outgoing people are, the m- more likely to talk about themselves, <laughs> right? I think you're right. I think so. I think that they're because they're they're not afraid. They're going to put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they probably, I think they lose sight. Those types of people lose sight of the, how can I help you, right? The other yeah. person of the relationship. So you you mentioned you started as a CEO 2008, 2009, 2010, you know, yeah. the, the financial crisis. Yeah, yeah. Mortgage industries oh. bombed, right? Mom. It's tanked. What was it like? What are some of the fears, challenges, obstacles that you, you ran into and
3: how did you overcome them? The biggest was cash flow, starting, right? Like, so I have five children and wow. My youngest two are twins. So by the way this is not a great this is not a great strategy wow. i love my children but seven uh, five children seven years not a, not a solid strategy at the time you're trying to grow a business and i but what i did know is somebody had already been where i wanted to be mm. and i reached out to him using the bond method not knowing that's what it was at the time and he gave me three days he said i'll fly out pay me this i'll give you three days it was like literally all the money we had and he laid out what that looked like during that meeting i remember getting a call from my wife text a call a call and i'm like oh my gosh something's like she never i said excuse me i need to take this call i go outside and i said what's going on she said hey i'm sorry to bother you but i'm at the grocery store and you know i got three little kids in the cart and i'm trying to buy stuff and the card's not working and i'm like oh man so i look and i have I'll never forget it. At the moment, I look and I'm like, I have $27 in my account. Oh. Now you have to understand the context in of this. There. I have $27. I'm talking to my wife. 10 feet on the other side of this window is this guy who's built three big national brands who's talking about changing the world. My mind could not compute both of those things at the same time.
0: Mm.
3: Wow. But what I knew is all I had to do was connect a relationship with him. And then he. I remember him saying, we're going to go sell territories for this idea you have. And I said, great do you know anybody that would want to buy one of these territories and he connected to me our first two people that bought territories and at that time we sold them for ten thousand dollars and like it it was it, you know you might as well said a million dollars at that point i just like it yeah. changed Life our whole changes. company yeah and what most people mistake is that they're always looking for how and what to do it's always who do i need to connect with always mm-hmm. that is always the connection
0: oh, i hit you man huh That's yeah right. <laughs> i love <laughs> do you do that, that because Wow. Okay. So first of all, what, what was the mindset of $27, right? Talking to that guy. How did that, like you said, you couldn't compute. Like, how did you have a conversation with that guy? how did uh, you get on the same level? Cause it's, a, it's, it's yeah. hard sometimes. Like I know with the job seekers, they go in, especially in the interview process to get eye to eye, to, to bring that authority up so they can have a conversation as a level. Right.
3: How, how did you do that? so over the years here's what i know to be absolutely the truth is people are people i do not care what they've accomplished in fact the more you try to pound your chest mm. the less likely they are to listen that's to you. right mm-hmm. i mean it's just i mean i don't need to uh it's like one of my friends um he he said he's an actor and he said i don't need to name drop Mm. you know who told me that was Robert De Niro like it you know it's this joke like yeah obviously he does it better I didn't but but the point is like you don't need to do that yeah and and listen I was I was humble vulnerable I needed help I just reached out and said are you willing to help me here's what I and here's where I could add value back to, to you and he said I can come out there here's how much it would cost and we worked together for 10 years
0: oh my gosh
2: that's fantastic.
0: So you said something in there, uh, you said vulnerable, right? Like in yeah. that meeting, I want to kind of dig in a little bit here. Yeah. In that meeting, in that moment, what were some of the vulner- vulnerable things that you did or said?
3: Oh, I'll never forget it because he said to me, he said, I've worked with some of the greatest out there. And he said, y- you, first of all, he saw something in me that I couldn't see for myself. Mm that's what we all need we need somebody in our life to be that for us and then we need to be that for somebody else Mm, amen to that and then the next thing he said was (laughs) the next thing he said was you need to get on stages and speak and that immediately terrified me oh yeah yeah like yeah i mean terrified me and he said you're going to take this worldwide and i said i don't think i can do that And his response, which I would say to any person in here who's looking to level up, scale up, anything, the same question I would ask you is what he asked me. He said, why not you? Yeah. why not you? Why not you? Why not me? And then sitting there and him just sitting and lingering in the silence for me to come up with a response of why it couldn't be me. Come come up with
2: I got a little nugget here, and I want to share, and I know we're getting down to time. Um, Number one, man, what a great uh, testimony of all the things you've done. Um, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> here's the deal, job seekers. This is directly for you because a lot of times, or a lot of us out there, we're, we're pounding our chest. We're trying to be as polished as we can for the interview, for networking, whatever that may be. We want to look like we have everything together. But the more vulnerable you are, the more relatable you are. Yeah. Right. The more the more engagement in relationships you will get. So, I, I think that you know, it's not about. Being perfect, being polished, pounding your chest um, on your accomplishments—it's about being real and about being vulnerable and being relatable.
0: Hundred percent, I would agree to that. I, I also think there's a balance of, you know, when is the right time for vulnerability? When is the right time? Because it can also come off—you've you, you've yeah. seen the job seeker that comes off as desperate,
2: right? You oh, know what I'm talking totally, about, totally. Right? Yeah,
0: and that's a vulnerability. They are—they are mm-hmm. showing their wound in that moment, mm-hmm. right? So there is like a a balance of when when to show that yeah it, come on it, there's no. extremes on yeah, either side totally yeah, totally for 100%. sure hundred percent wow this is gonna very very deep conversation um, what,
2: okay what advice maybe imparting would you give to maybe our core audience which
3: is job seekers yeah the, so you know yes I've built businesses and I'm partners in many companies right now but I also hire people and I can just I can just tell you that what. Yes, I hire people, bring them in all the time. What you hiring for? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I smell the job. Hold on. Yeah, we're always <laughs> listen. We're always looking for great people. And we and the, what we hire to is our core values. That is like a, attitude, skill set. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep, yep, and yep. I'll tell you what, everyone goes in and most companies is where they make the mistake. They're hiring the skill set. I hired an attitude. I'll teach skill set. I hired to an attitude. And so how people win with me Man, is the they yeah, <laughs> They, they sit and they come in and they learn about my company. They, I'll walk them through the office and I watch how they interact with my team. Mm. And if they're Absolutely. like, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, well, I see something on your desk. And I see them connecting with my staff already. Like they just jump to the top of the list. It is not about, for me, think about the mistake we make as employers. We 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 would hire attitude over skill set every employer says that but yet the whole interviews resumes how fast do you type how you know how skilled are you on this program all that it's like no hire to attitude higher to their mindset yes they need to have some minimal level skill set of course but higher attitude hire, hire people that match your values that's what you're looking for
2: yep love that yep hire to attitude, not to skill set yeah because you're perfectly right i mean even if they they don't have the skill set their attitude also makes them teachable, yeah. right? 100% Coachable.
1: Yeah, totally. If you hire a robot, guys, there's no scalability. Come on, you're gonna ask them to do something they're not programmed for? We don't wanna hire those kind of people. Yes.
0: All right, so uh, real quick, uh, you've got something that you wanna give out to the audience. It's an <laughs> audio book. Tell us about your audio book and then how are they gonna get this audio book?
3: Yeah, so I've written two books. One is Five Plus One, The Entrepreneur's Formula for Success. So if somebody's thinking about maybe leaving their the profession, they want to start their own business. It's like bestseller for five years. This will give the audiobook. And then this is a mindset book, Now Make Good, which is a mantra I've been living by since I was about twenty years old, which is if you sign up, you say you're gonna do something, you show up and you do it. And that's the now make Good attitude, which we talk about in our business and mm, our team. Mm-hmm. And so uh, just DM me on Instagram, Chaz Wilson CEO. Hit me on Instagram, and my team's already ready right now to send the link to you to get the audiobooks. Boom. You see that? There he, you go.
0: He's switching the game up. LinkedIn. Yeah, now I need to go to Instagram
2: real quick. Hook up over there. Yeah, Hope, Holly, Uni, can you uh, Instagram for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's
0: get some audiobooks. Um, uh, Taz, this has been awesome, man. My I really honor. appreciate you. Matter of fact, yeah. do me a favor. Pull up your books again. Hold them up. Hold up them books. All right. And uh, everybody on LinkedIn and all over social media, I want you to take a screenshot right now and I want you to post that all over social media and I want you to tag him and blow him up and let him know how much you appreciate him coming on this show. So, guys, we got to go to a real quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Trevor Houston here, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. We hope you've been inspired, encouraged, educated, and entertained all at the same time. For information on our different events, workshops, partners, or partnership opportunities available, check out whoyouknow.show for more details. And be on the lookout for our new mobile app coming soon. You never know how this show can help someone you know you know? And if we've made an impact or put a smile on your face today, don't forget to hit that share button on your way out. Until next week, it's all about who you
2: know. Bye.